0: This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Scream of Fear for Maximum Thrill. We earnestly urge you to see this motion picture from the start.
1: Here at Slaughterhouse Princess, we're announcing our candidacy for the presidency of the United States of America with our tagline, Making Horror Great Again.
0: Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess, I'm Chris.
1: And I'm Troy, and sadly, once again, we are without Brett. I believe he has been kidnapped by the Mego. Mm-hmm. It's true. We're waiting <laughs> their demands as we speak. And instead, we watched a bullshit movie called Scream of Fear.
0: Yeah, yeah, man, Movie movies from the 60s don't hold up as good as you
1: might think sometimes. Here's my 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 first thought of this movie is hey Christopher Lee is in this movie, and then I watched it and realized he did not say a single thing in the entire movie. He was played a dead body.
0: Yeah, he's only in this movie for about
1: three and a half minutes. Uh, probably a minute total, actually. <laughs> but like, they're like, oh, and we're gonna throw Christopher Lee's name in here. And all we're going to show is his eyebrows.
0: Yeah, which was
1: a bummer because I
0: like me some Christopher Lee.
1: Yeah, I know. I was kind of disappointed, but anyway, we probably should start from the beginning. That seems like
0: a good place as any to start. One day we'll try starting from the end and see how that works out. <laughs>
1: well, we can't do that till Brett's here. So we got some people, Nera, uh, who I thought were Germans at first. But turns out we're Italian. Really? I thought they were German too. I did too, but she totally. Okay, so what we're talking about is they pull a dead body out of the water, a lady drowned, but we later find out that she was in Italy when she drowned. So apparently, either they were Italian and the Italians sound like Germans, or the Italians were contracting with the German police to fish bodies out of water.
0: Uh, yeah, weird. <laughs> huh. Well. Everything I thought I knew about this movie has been thrown out the window. It's
1: it's all fucked now.
0: Yeah. Oh, gotta start over. Scrap this one. Not really. So, yep. they find a body. They pull it up. And bada boom, bada bing. And then,
1: and then, in typical 60s movie fashion, they have the credits at the beginning of the movie, which used to be the way it was always done. I was like, whenever they switched, I'm very glad, because... It really slows a movie down to have the credits at the beginning of a movie. And,
0: yeah, if there's one thing this movie doesn't need, it's slowed the fuck down anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no shit.
0: So now we're in France. Yeah,
1: which the lady gets to by flying TWA, which I thought was so funny because they don't even exist anymore.
0: (laughs) That's true.
1: Yeah, I was like, ah, TWA. I used to love them as a kid, but not anymore.
0: So now we uh
1: we meet some people. Yeah, we meet the the, the wheelchair bound lady who I called Helen Keller through most of the movie. <laughs> Even though she was neither blind nor deaf, <laughs> but I it's, still called her Helen Keller. It's fitting nonetheless. Yeah, I kinda liked it. And it's, she has really nice legs for being wheelchair bound. Well, I I I assume that was because, you know, they didn't cast A wheelchair-bound actress, but I was like, "Ah, she's got really nice legs. And
0: she's getting picked up at the airport by... Driver 8. Driver 8. Yep.
1: They head back to the uh, compound. And, And on the drive there, we find out that she actually knows nothing about her father. She does not know the stepmother that he is married does not know the doctor that he has spent time with and does not even know what her dad looks like. We find out later.
0: In fairness, it's been 10 years that they've been estranged.
1: Still, my dad did not change that much over the course of 10 years. That I would not have recognized him.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I speak to my dad on a fairly regular basis. So I couldn't tell you the name of his doctor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How about the name of his wife? Could you do that? Or like Yeah, what I, his... could,
0: yeah I could pull that one down.
1: Yeah, I kind of like I was like, "Huh, so apparently your dad got remarried but you didn't go to the wedding at all or anything?"
0: Yeah, so. it's a little questionable. Yeah. So uh we get to the compound, and we meet stepmom.
1: Yeah, I prefer to st- stepmilf in my movies even though she's not really that hot, but I was actually kind of surprised that she was, like, an older lady, like, slightly older. I figured, like, if a dude was going to remarry, it would be, you know, like, I, the, the woman was his daughter's age, yeah, but she wasn't.
0: The guy's got some cash.
1: Yeah. and But the lady was, like, really nice. Not, like, like creepy kind of nice. She just seemed sincerely nice.
0: Yeah, and, and old uh, Helen Keller, she's getting settled in, you know. They give her a room.
1: Yeah, they, they put ramps into most of the house where they could and over the stairs so they didn't have to worry about that and things like that. So it was kind of nice. And Stepmilf's like,
0: sorry, pops, he's away on business
1: doing business stuff. Yeah. Like no one seems to know why he left suddenly to go to the, uh, to whatever trip he was going on. And, oh, I'm sure he'll be back soon. We don't know where he went or why he went, but I'm sure he'll be back soon. Sometimes you've got to be going places. That's just how life is. He, he is a jet setter.
0: So, uh, that night, old uh, Helen Keller hears some kind of ruckus.
1: Yeah, yeah, like, she's, like, who was awakened by a noise, which turns out to be the doors to her room slamming around. Like, because, like, they have the doors to the house, and there's some kind of, like, open courtyard in the middle of the house. Like, it's like a Roman kind of thing
0: so she heads to the what was it the summer home I guess or something yeah the summer house which is weird because generally the summer house isn't attached to your winter house but winter yeah. House. yeah and she sees her uh, her dead dad
1: yeah like there's this like, there's just taxidermy everywhere and then she's over and there's her dad sitting in a chair with a candle underneath of him and he's not moving, and he has fantastic eyebrows, and happens to be Christopher Lee, and then doesn't do anything.
0: Yeah. She kind of freaks out, understandably. Yeah. And ends up Uh, uh, falling in the pool?
1: Yep, because she can't wheelchair properly.
0: Yeah, wheelchairing's hard. Yep. So old uh, Driver 8 saves her. Yep. Because... Reasons and she and uh, she's unconscious for some amount of time 20 minutes. 20 minutes, and she wakes up to see Christopher Lee. No, no, she
1: had the, the doctor,
0: isn't that Christopher Lee? I thought Christopher Lee was the doctor.
1: Oh, maybe I am totally wrong then. I thought Christopher Lee was the dad. I'm pretty sure Christopher Lee's the doctor. Oh, I'm, I'm a terrible person then. Because wow. I assumed that Christopher... I guess I was picturing Saruban. Well, Christopher <laughs> Lee wasn't always 87 years
0: old. Are you sure? I am. As sure as I generally
1: am. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, no, see, he was the doctor. Okay. Well, that makes... Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. That makes much more sense then. Because eyebrows, I just... I. I see a character that I name eyebrows, and I just assume they're Christopher Lee.
0: That's that's fair. <laughs> Inaccurate,
1: but fair. Yeah. So yeah, so Christopher Lee, the doctor, is there.
0: So Dr. Lee's like, uh, hey, uh you kinda like almost drowned or whatever. And she's like, Well, yeah, you'd almost drown too if you saw your dead dad's corpse. And and he's just kind of like, eh, I don't know, maybe you're just, like, kind of crazy on account of you're crippled. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then, and then Step Milf says, you know what, let's just go look in the house, the summer house, and just show you that there's nothing weird going on there. So they
0: do, like they do. Yep.
1: Yeah. And everything's cool. Yeah, there's nothing there.
0: And then, uh... Turns out her dad actually calls on the telephone.
1: Yeah, with a very non-Christopher Lee voice, which I was like, oh, well, obviously that's not the real dad, because it's not Christopher Lee, because Christopher Lee's playing the dad. Only Christopher Lee's playing the doctor, so never mind.
0: (laughs) And she doesn't seem to be buying this dad-on-the-phone business.
1: Nope.
0: But, I mean, hey, what are you going to do? Dad's on the phone. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're... Say hi, yeah. Hi, Pops. Glad to hear that you're not a corpse in the summer house. Yep, so old uh, Helen Keller turns to driver eight to kind of confide in and say, Look, bro, things don't seem
1: right. Yeah, like for instance, how did the doctor get there so quickly? Because he it was. Driver eight saved her and spent the whole time there by her bedside. Yet somehow the doctor got there in less than twenty minutes. Yeah. And driver eight goes and actually looks back in the summer house and yeah. finds some candle wax on the floor. Mm-hmm. I thought he had
0: a pouch full of cocaine, but it was really candle wax.
1: And they're they're easy to confuse. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's like it's like the oregano marijuana thing. Yeah. Candle wax, cocaine, very similar.
0: They are in texture and effect.
1: <laughs> yes. So if you snort candle wax, don't blame us. Yeah,
0: but maybe try it anyway. I don't know. Let's <laughs> that goes.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, old uh, Helen Keller manages to stumble upon her dad's corpse again.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. Stepmelf goes to town, and then she hears the noise in the room, and oh look, there's dad's corpse in the... in her bedroom.
0: And she starts to have uh, misgivings about the relationship between stepmother and Dr. Lee.
1: Yeah, especially because uh, later on, too, she, or earlier on, she, she hears, like, a piano being played and then she goes into the room and there's no one there, and apparently her dad keeps the piano locked so that no one can see... No one can play the piano. I'm not sure how you lock a piano, but she he does that. I hate when people play my piano without permission. It really, yep. pisses me off. Well, apparently, it affects the tone somehow. Yeah, I have
0: two pianos, and nobody's allowed to touch them. <laughs> really, I have two pianos. Don't
1: the upstairs piano and the downstairs piano? <laughs> yeah,
0: I got the piano that guests can use, but then I got my personal piano. <laughs> yeah. Don't be touching my personal piano.
1: <laughs> nope. No matter what. Yeah. So, oh, and, oh, and apparently when they find the... when they uh, So she sees her dad in a chair in her bedroom and screams and leaves. And they go back. He's not there anymore. But the chair is still wet. Still, somehow, yes. for some reason.
0: Because, like most people, I assume, when you sit in a chair, you pee in it instantly. <laughs> to yes. show that it's your chair and that, it, that it's yours. Especially when you're dead. Yeah, I don't know how many times corpses that I'm familiar with have pissed in my chairs. <laughs>
1: yeah. I think you have to keep throwing out chairs because of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, God damn it, corpse of my great uncle. How many times have I told you not to piss in the good chair? We got the pissing chair right over here for corpses.
1: <laughs> and, then we, and at some point, they she goes back out to the uh, – or Helen Keller goes back out to the swimming place with Driver 8 – and they're talking. And you find out that uh, if her dad dies, she basically gets all of his money. Uh, his his new wife, the stepmilf, gets the interest off of a trust fund, but that's it. And but if she were to be proven insane before her dad died, the money would go to the stepmilf instead.
0: Is that a common thing to have I- in in a document of some kind? I
1: have no idea. Some
0: kind of madness clause in your will? I don't know.
1: Yeah. If you're incapable of managing money, you're not allowed to have any, I guess, is is what the clause says. Crazy people don't need money because they're Mm. crazy. They don't even know the difference of having money or not having money.
0: Yeah, they're just flinging their poo and whatever. I don't know. Crazy people do stuff, right?
1: Running away from the men in black. I don't know.
0: Wearing tinfoil hats or what have you.
1: Yep. And then the doctor accuses her of having hysterical paralysis. Because that's a thing. Yeah, like, oh, you're so freaked out that you can't even move your legs. I believe is the diagnosis he tries to force upon her.
0: Yeah, and then uh, she rattles off a bunch of science mumbo-jumbo about her spine injuries.
1: Which she cannot pron- pronounce lumbar or cervical correctly. It's th- her lumber. And her cervical. <laughs> My lumbar and cervical. They're all messed up.
0: Yes. A horse did it.
1: Yeah, a horse fell on her and broke her back. And her lumbar vertebrae and her cervical vertebrae.
0: Yeah, the cervical. It's the one down by the uterus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so that was good. Yeah, he accused her of that and she got all indignant.
0: So, uh driver eight. And old, uh, Helen Keller are like, uh, they're trying to figure out why exactly everything's happening. Where could the body be? It's gotta be yeah. somewhere.
1: Well, you know, and as Driver 8 says, a body doesn't keep very well, so he's probably in the deep freeze. They just recently changed the lock-on.
0: Yeah, which is again, just... they, they like to put locks on shit in this house.
1: Yep, because, and it's a, uh, like a chest freezer. Yeah. And, uh, I love how they defeat the lock by unscrewing the uh, the plate that they used to attach the lock to. <laughs> it's a very tense scene involving screws. Like, this is not the first movie that we've uh, had intense screw scenes in. Yeah, <laughs> there was Dagon, remember? <laughs> that's true.
0: Not only is this Accidental Wheelchair Month, but it's also Accidental Flathead Screw Month.
1: <laughs> yes. So they uh,
0: they bust open the chest freezer, and it turns out there's just some other kind of dead thing in there. Not a think not a was,
1: human corpse. It was a dead pig. It was ready for the spit. It was all, it was all dressed and everything. So I think it was just a dead pig.
0: And they're like, hmm. Well, where else would you keep a
1: body so it'll stay fresh? I don't know, but we should go back to the beach and make out a little bit. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, uh, so yeah, so uh, Stepmelf sees driver eight and Helen like making out. And then she's like, you know, there's this dude across the, the way who's got two sons your age. She started to play like matchmaker to get her away from. She kind of makes it sound like, you know, like, well, the chauffeur probably isn't a good social match for you. You should try someone a little uh, higher class than that.
0: Yeah, she's better than that. I mean, yep. honestly.
1: But while that's all that's going on, Helen Keller sees the pool and says, hmm, I guess a body could keep in a pool. I'm not sure how that works exactly, but yeah. she, uh, she 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 thinks the body might be there. So she gets ready right to go put on a pair of Speedos and go check it out. Hmm, And boy, does he have some Speedos on. <laughs> yeah. So for all you ladies out there, if you want to see doughy white men in Speedos, this is the movie for you. Mm -hmm. Or, if you're a dude and prefer dudes, then also, this is the movie for you.
0: Yeah, I'm not here to judge, except for regardless of your orientation. That's not hot.
1: No, not really. Just saying. It's a doughy white guy in Speedos. If that's your thing, you may need to reevaluate your life. And apparently this pool
0: is a pond, because it's full of, Fucking kelp for some reason. Yeah,
1: like ivy and kelp and whatever else. I think there's like literally like lily pads in it too. Yeah, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! You got a fucking chauffeur, but you can't spring
0: for somebody to come out and look at this pool every so often. Nope. For Christ's sake, lock a
1: piano, but can't clean the fucking pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and although we, although Driver Eight does find Daddy's body in the pool. Yeah, because where else would you keep him, I guess?
0: So now it's time to get a hold of the authorities.
1: Oh, yeah, I got to gotta go talk to the police. And apparently a phone call is not enough. You have to go drive there to get, the, to get a hold of them.
0: Yeah, you got to go face-to-face talk to these guys.
1: Yeah. And so they... Uh, so Helen Keller and Driver 8 pile into the car and go driving off. As they're uh, driving to the cop shop. Old, uh, what is it,
0: Stepmoths out there for some reason?
1: Yeah, she's, like, staying on the side of the road, and rates like, oh, we must stop and see what she's doing here on the side of the road. How can we possibly just leave her there? She would totally recognize this car that I am driving and that you are in, so we must stop and talk to her.
0: So after he gets out, the car just kind of starts coasting off.
1: Because apparently he forgot to put either put the car in gear or put the parking brake
0: on. <laughs> you think a professional fucking guy who drives a fucking car and that's just like one
1: job could handle the complexities of not having a car roll around on him. <laughs> yep, No kidding. And so, so it starts to go towards the edge of a cliff and they cut to uh, dad's body is also in the car and then they go off the cliff into the water. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then we learn a little something. Yep, We learned that Driver 8 and Step MILF were in on things together. It wasn't the Steph Milf, Step, MILF and Dr. Lee. It was the StepMilf and Driver 8. Yeah, he's Christopher Lee. He's in this movie for two minutes. Yeah. And so, yeah, so it turns out that Driver 8 had killed uh, Daddy Dearest uh, by drowning him in the water. And then they were the ones who were trying to drive Helen Keller crazy, but since she wasn't going crazy, they just killed them both off at once so that Step Stepmelf could collect all of the money.
0: Not only did he drown him, but apparently looked him in the fucking eyes while he did it, which was pretty yeah. hardcore. Because he is stone cold. He sure is.
1: Yep. So he's a, like Austin 316.
0: Yeah. He's got them <laughs> beers and stuff. Because Stone Cold said so.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So now uh, they talk to the cops. The cops are like, you're going to have to come identify the bodies. But we want old Driver 8 to come out with us to the scene so he can, you know. I-
1: identify the car. Because who else would know a car better than the dude who drove it as a living?
0: And so he's all like, "K." And old Stepmilf heads home to meet the solicitor.
1: Yes, the, the lawyer, for those of us who are not British, the one who was the executor of the will, actually.
0: And the solicitor tells old Stepmilf about it. He's like, Okay, okay, we got some paperwork, sign here, sign here. Yep. And, and Stepmilf's like, Yeah, it's a bummer, they both died. And he's like, Wait, wait, both?
1: Yeah, and... she's like Yeah, you know, the my husband and his daughter and I was kind of worried because I know there's some legal problems if like they determine that the daughter died first or after the if the daughter died after the the dad then the money wouldn't come to me. And solicitor's like I don't know what the fuck you're talking about because you'd be crazy. Yeah, turns
0: turns out solicitor says uh, his daughter's been dead for
1: probably weeks. Yeah, because like been like three weeks ago she drowned herself in a lake. An old, uh, old Step-Milk's Getting like, back, what? getting back to the tagline of the the maximum thrills for watching this movie from the very beginning.
0: I know, I know. I was tempted <laughs> to start at the you know midpoint and watch it from there. Once yeah. I saw the tagline, I was like, no, nope, no, nope, we'll start this at the beginning.
1: The fucking beginning. It's so, like Steph but but I've been hosting Helen Keller this entire time. How could she be dead? And the solicitor's like, I don't know, I don't know. I'm going to tip ask out. That, I don't know, go ask that girl that's up on the, the edge of the cliff there who seems to be sitting in a chair. And the stuff goes goes,
0: Yeah, she tip <laughs> the fuck out of it.
1: <laughs>
0: so stepmoth is like, well, I'm going to go see what the fuck's going on with this wheelchair business. Heads up there. And here, it's revealed Ba-ba-bum. that that was never, ever, ever the, the Helen Keller daughter it was some broad that knew Helen Keller who was faking that she was Helen Keller
1: yep because she had written a note to her dad to Helen Keller's dad letting her know that Helen Keller was dead and or no he wanted to go she wanted to go visit him first Helen Keller wanted to visit her dad her dad's like nah things are kind of weird here you probably shouldn't show up and then Helen Keller's like you know what that's a good idea I'm gonna go drown myself in a lake yeah. And so she does. And then uh Helen Keller's friend Maggie gets a, a note from Step Melf say or a note from Dad saying, Hey, everything's great here. You should come visit us. And the uh the and the friend's like, but I had written to you telling you she was dead, so something's weird? I'm going to go investigate in proper Scooby-Doo fashion.
0: Yeah, she Nancy Drew's the fuck out of that. (laughs) Shit. So her whole scheme was to go investigate, figure out what happened, because reasons.
1: Yeah, well, her friend had killed herself and can't have that, so we're going to avenge her death by figuring out what the fuck's going on.
0: And it turns out that she's not actually a cripple. So she she stands up and fucks off while Stepmilf sits in the wheelchair. Because she has to get a cry on or something. I don't know. know. And then we come to my personally favorite
1: part of this movie. (laughs) Yeah, because when Driver 8 finds out there's only one body in the car, he freaks out and rushes back to the house and sees the wheelchair chick on the side of a cliff. So what does he do? He does not pass go. He does not collect $200.
0: Yeah, he dead sprint, runs up to the wheelchair, and punts that son of a bitch
1: off of the cliff. (laughs) It's fucking fantastic. It it was so good. And, of course, it wasn't wasn't Helen Keller or Helen Keller's friend. It was Melf in the chair. And he looks kind of sad when that happens.
0: Yeah. And it turns out that the local constable saw him do the whole thing. Yep. And they're like, hey, hey, dude, you can't be kicking bitches off of the cliff in a wheelchair. That's not nope. cool. Come on. Nope. That actually is technically against the law. Technically. And then Christopher Lee and Helen Keller uh, head off to the sunset because the day's saved, I guess? Yep.
1: everybody, Everybody's ovens has been cummed. Gross. <laughs> And that's, that's the end of this. Movie? Thankfully. Yeah. do You want to start? Should I start? I'll start. Um, as a big fan of Agatha Christie novels back in the day, I kind of enjoyed this movie because it felt more like that than a horror movie. Um, I enjoyed the couple of twists because at first you're like, oh, it's not really – it's not the step milf and the doctor who were in on it step and driver eight, but then no, wait, Helen Keller is actually more in on it than either one of them. And so that was kind of fun, but there is, and it's only 78 minutes long. So at the last 20 minutes, I think you're kind of just, you have a kind of a boring movie involving taxidermy (laughs) and, uh, but then the last 20 minutes kind of make up for it, I feel like, cause you get, start getting the twists and things start to hit a little bit. And it's a six early sixties movie. So I can kind of understand why it was so slow. Cause the pacing is a little different, but I think you should watch it. It's, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, how about you, Chris?
0: Well, this is a hammer movie. And has Christopher Lee, so my hopes were disproportionately high. I was expecting yeah. a little more out of it than what I got.
1: Yeah, it's definitely no like horror of Dracula or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It, it really drags. I will admit that the twist at the end comes... It's a pretty good twist. You don't really see it coming. That dude kicks the shit out of that wheelchair, which is just <laughs> phenomenal. It is the best part of the movie. <laughs> if, you're, if you can handle... The kind of weird pacing that an older movie has, it's totally fine.
1: Yeah, and I'd say the, the act, main actress's acting it wasn't the best. I think she was cast for how she looked in a nightgown, but that was kind of annoying for her acting chops. But she still looked pretty good in a nightgown, so there's something to be said there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'd say unless you're super into the older stuff, you could probably skip it in my book. Especially if you're into more of the newer stuff, I mean, it's got Christopher Lee. So if you're trying to complete your Christopher Lee watch a thon, you got to throw it <laughs> in there, I guess. But I'd yes. say you could probably do better. <clears throat> that's yeah, that's a bummer. I was really yeah. excited about it too, honestly.
1: Well, well, you know, it was. It, I thought it was a good entry into Alternative Mobility Month, as I have named this on Facebook.
0: Yeah, it turns out. <laughs> It's a lot harder to find horror movies featuring wheelchairs than one might anticipate
1: originally. Yep. Although I think we do have a good one on deck since no one sent us any suggestions. Uh, we decided to go with the the epitome of wheelchair scenes in a movie, which is Friday the 13th Part 2. Uh, so if you have seen that, you know exactly which part we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Involves a machete and a dude in a wheelchair. And a really long, long take.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Eh, Somebody had to be in a wheelchair for it to even fit.
1: Yeah. So uh, I am looking forward to that next week. And I kind of love that we're watching a Friday the the 13th movie for a really weird reason.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Not just because it's Friday the 13th because there's a guy in a wheelchair. Yep.
1: (laughs) But, hey, what are you going to do? I mean. Yep. We're going to watch a movie is what we're going to do. And maybe maybe Brett can join us this time. We'll hope so. Maybe. Because he sh- he should enjoy that, I think. He should. Yeah. And if I remember right, there's a really good skinny dipping scene in Friday the 13th Part 2. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. As I yeah, recall. That, that's enjoyable. So
0: what if anybody has a suggestion after we get done with the hastily uh, hey, thrown together wheelchair month?
1: Uh, well, they could go to our Facebook. We are facebook.com slash slaughterhouseprincess. Uh, there's our website, slaughterhouseprincess.com. Uh, we have a subreddit, which is reddit slash r slash shp podcast. Uh, we have a Gmail, which is slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. And As of today, we have a newly resurrected Twitter, which is at Slaughter Princess without any vowels in princess. Mm -hmm. So I believe it spells something along the lines of S-L-A-U-G-H-T-E-R-P-R-N-C-S-S. Yep, yep. Because we couldn't make that any more complicated. (laughs) Yeah, turns out I'm not real good at Twitter. I uh, Chris tried to create a hundred and forty character handle and things went horribly wrong.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but we got a couple people on it, so hey, maybe maybe we should uh you know act like it exists sometimes.
1: Maybe. And uh, unfortunately for Brett, there is no MySpace for us. But no, but we do have a live journal, oddly enough. (laughs) Yeah. Only it's emo goth slaughterhouse princess. If you want to check out
0: my poetry about how sad I am and alone I am, check that out on (laughs) LiveJournal. Not really. I I don't really have a LiveJournal anymore. Yeah, I think I had one way back in the day. Oh, that really takes me back. Yeah. So I guess uh, next time we're going to do us some Friday the 13th Part 2, because fuck Part 1, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, we we can't do any non-Jason Voorhees Friday the 13th. Yeah, spoilers, jeez. Yeah. (laughs) Spoiling the
0: hell out of a 20-year-old movie. (laughs) You bet. So come back for that. Or don't, whatever. It's a free country. Yeah, we'll be uh, posting this probably, what, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, somewhere in there. Yeah. And don't forget, vote for Slaughterhouse Princess in this upcoming election.
1: Yes, February 2nd, Iowa, you caucus for us. Damn it. Yeah, come on, guys. order something that's weird, but people will eat. And so he's like, well, they're out of like fish sperm sacks